Thankfully, C4 Energy has reinvented the energy drink game with C4 Smart Energy, the only energy drink clinically proven to provide enhanced mental focus. C4 Smart Energy is formulated with 200 milligrams of natural caffeine from green coffee beans, plus potassium, niacin, and vitamin B12 to support well-being and help you feel your best, all while promoting fat burn and boosting metabolism. So I have recently tried C4 Smart Energy, and let me tell you, it is giving me a boost. That caffeine is hitting because I have a very short attention span. I get distracted so easily, and I tried it, and I was like, yeah, this is a boost all right. I love that. Look for smart energy every day in the beverage aisle at your local Target. Go grab a can and share on social media tagging at C4 Energy and the It's Me Tinks podcast to show how smart energy helps you stay focused wherever you are. C4 Smart Energy. Stay focused. To know me is to know that I am obsessed with spicy margaritas. Love tequila cocktails? Then check out the award-winning 21 Seeds Infused Tequila. It's a -a one-of-a-kind tequila infused with the juice of real fruit. 21 Seeds is smooth, not sweet. It smells fresh and bright and tastes incredible. Try 21 Seeds Infused Tequila. Learn more at 21seeds.com. Enjoy responsibly. 21 Seeds, Diageo, New York, New York. Way's new anti-frizz cream provides immediate frizz control that lasts up to 72 hours plus heat production up to 450 degrees. Okay, so I actually tried Way's new anti-frizz cream on live with my community, which is kind of risky, right, to try a new product on live. I put it on my hair, which as you guys know is level 9 million frizzy. And by the time I had got done finishing my glam, because I was doing glam on live, my hair was dry and I was shook to my core at how smooth my hair looked, especially that frizzy top part, you know, in in your part, all those little baby hairs coming through, that frizzy part, that was smooth. So shout out Way for consistently delivering products that actually work and do what they say they're going to do on the bottle. Frizz free up your schedule with Way. Go to T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com and enter promo code MEATINKS for 15% off any product. That's T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com promo code me tanks what's up guys welcome back to it's me tanks live exclusively on radio andy channel 102 as always this is our weekly time to talk to each other with a live ask me anything i want to talk to all of you so call me right now call 844-305-ANDY that's 844-305-2639 hi guys how are you i'm fucking chuffed with myself because not only did I we're doing this big push on video I'll tell you I like to let you in on all the all the trade secrets behind you know we're doing this thing I'm trying to do more video as you've seen on my Instagram um, to help grow the show and I need to be on camera and look like I know I say beauty's on the inside all this I believe all that stuff but I also my face has to be on the internet forever and ever and it's in the morning so I like to put on a little makeup not only did I get up in time to do a quick beat I also had time to go to Alfred and get myself coffee this is my current order I know you're all on the edge of your seat cold brew iced um cold brew with an inch of almond I wanted macadamia they didn't have it that was the most LA sentence I've ever said and then one pump of vanilla because that feels like less calories than an an, an iced vanilla latte right 
I don't know, but it still tastes like just as good to me. Um, guys, I saw Dickie last night. If you've been following me for a while, you know Dickie is one of my best friends and my former roommate. She lives up in San Francisco, so I hadn't seen her in a minute, so it was great to catch up. But I fell into the, you know, my my ongoing conversation with myself. Well, I went to a restaurant and I, di- I didn't think it was that good. And, I, you know, you guys, I get so specific with all my recs and I had already started to post it. And you guys were like, where is this? And I felt bad because it wasn't a bad restaurant. I just would never go back there. You know what I mean? It was, oh God, now I feel terrible saying it on live radio. I thought it was okay. It was called Margot. It was fine. It was it was really funny because it's on the roof in Culver City. And they were like, we saved a beautiful romantic table for you. And we were like, thank you. And they took us out and it was like next to the train tracks like literally over like it was there was a grate and then there was the train tracks and we were like okay they were like it's very secluded and we were like yeah with the train but it, yeah the food was just you know what it is it was what I call a bro- wow I'm really going in I was like I'm not gonna say anything bad I, it really wasn't that bad it was good I said a 7.3 on Instagram that's what I would give it but it's what I call a Brussels sprout restaurant. Do you guys get what I mean? It's like one of those restaurants, and they didn't even have Brussels sprouts on the, on the menu, by the way, but it's just I have a category of restaurant called a Brussels sprout restaurant where they have like really, really fried Brussels sprouts with like bacon in it as a side, and you just are like, oh, this is that vibe. The pasta was very good. The meatballs were meh. There was an excellent arugula salad with Mashango, Mashago, Mashago, my favorite cheese. So good. I should probably learn to fucking pronounce it if it's my favorite goddamn cheese. Tanks you embarrassment. Um, and apples in there as well. Lots of dressing. Yummy, delicious. Um, but yeah, it was okay. It was nice. Amazing. Love everyone who worked there was a gem. So nice vibes. I was like, you guys are awesome. But that's that's what I uh yeah, dug that hole. The owners are probably gonna DM me on Instagram and be like, you're a fucking bitch. And I deserve that, honestly. Culver City so while I'm while I'm out here with my shovel just digging myself into the j- most giant hole Los Angeles has ever seen, Culver City reminds me of um like what the first uh, colony on Mars will look like because it's very sterile and it's there's like one of everything there's like a Roberta's and there's a Van Leeuwen and there's like everything you could meet, need and everything is brand new and in a block and it's like welcome to Mars cell block D or whatever that's just the vibe that I get if I've misunderstood Culver City you guys tell me but that's that's what I think and I used to have to go there a lot because when I first moved to LA I the one of the companies I was consulting for had an office there and I just remember driving there in my rental car being like what where am I apparently it can also be a very nice sit place for people to live I think a lot of tech people live there which is probably why I'm a little bit you know my radar kind of goes off anyway now that I've offended the entire population of uh Culver City and also the restaurant um let's let's take a call let's talk to Vanessa hi Vanessa hello I can't believe I got through hi what's up thank you for calling I'm I'm glad you got through Thank you. Um, I just wanted to know if I'm being an unhinged human here. Oh, um, I love I this my- already. Tell us. <laughs> Probably my answer is no, because I mean, it, it takes one to know one, girlfriend. You, you, let's let's hear it. <laughs> um, I had my 30th birthday at my house. Um, one of my birthday. close friends, thank you, ended up helping me plan it and set up. Um, I ended up getting way too drunk and passed out upstairs in my room. Okay. Um, she then... <laughs> Ended up making out with a guy that I briefly dated who was also at my birthday on my couch while I was asleep. Um, 
I've cut both of them off. Yeah. And now this is ruined. This is now the memory of my 30th birthday. The yeah. two people that I to me did that. Yeah. Just want to know your thoughts. I mean, it's not nice. It's, I mean, it wouldn't be nice anyway, but in your house on your birthday after she helped plan, like plan and set it up, it's, it's, I would have a hard yeah. time too. I would just feel really icky and I would feel really unsettled. And I think you're completely valid if that's what you're feeling. Um, mm-hmm. I, I mean, do you know if they've seen each other since? I know that's a terrible question, but I'm just curious um, if you know. I have asked. He also is dating someone, too. So oh. adding that into the mix makes it Ew. even worse. Oh, my God. Um, yeah, but he reached out to her to see her again <gasps> that following week. Um, she said she didn't reply, but weirdly enough, she stopped sharing her location with me and blocked me from her stories. Wow. So it's just sketchy all the way. That's around. that's even more sketchy. And after hearing that, I feel completely good about you cutting them out. I mean, that's just like an awful, horrible feeling. And I really do. I mean, to state the obvious, I am so disappointed that she would do like betray her friend her girlfriend that way for a guy that it it, it just it's uh, that's a really icky situation I'm sorry I think you did the right thing I think this is an instance where healthy boundaries are so important for you to protect yourself because obviously these people don't have your best interest at heart and your friend who Mm -hmm. I you know everyone's always like oh don't blame the girl more whatever but in this case I do because she's closer to you because she's your friend so I feel that she owes you more than this guy you used to date so um yeah horrible I'm you're not unhinged at all you're completely valid and I'm just really 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 sorry that that was the memory of your birthday but uh, yeah, I'm I'm sorry. But you know, the, it might mean it might mean like I'm trying to find a shift here and it might be that like you know, you got out the badness in that year and now you're in a new year. Mm-hmm. Like that's what it is. That's yeah. how I would try to think about it. Is like you cut out people who don't serve you. It was almost like the universe being like, "No, no, no, you're not going to take these two negative people into your next year of life. Like we're going to yeah. keep these and like set this boundary and you're going to go on and have have a really good year." Yeah, that's exactly how I'm thinking about it. I, it was definitely, like, down at first. I, like, drove to my friend's house in North Carolina for a week um, to get out of the city. But, yeah, uh, yeah I think that this is maybe a blessing in disguise. Yeah, yeah. When people are, like, removed from your life, it's always for a reason. Like, when people – it's like that, I truly believe. So try to just – forget them and be proud of yourself for setting the boundary and focus on yourself do something nice for yourself and um and just feel like very protected and that you have like only good people around you going forward yes i will do that thank you so much tanks i love you i love you have a good day bye babe oh my god why why i swear to god that's just like so and uh, that's insane. That is the opposite of girl code. Chicks before dicks every every time. And you know the the worst part is like they're the those other two like they'll hook up two more times and then they'll never speak to each other again. And it's like wow, you really scuppered your entire friendship for for that for whatever. It's really I hate that. Um, okay, let's talk to Abby. Hi, Abby. How are you? Oh, I'm doing so well. How are you? I'm good. Thank you so much for calling. What's going on? 
So I have a quick question just about my, a friend of mine and how I can support her. So she went through um, a breakup about three months ago, okay. and and she was really blindsided by it. We all were. Um, we They were just, like, so good together and yeah. making plans for the summer. And so it really took everybody by surprise. And so, you know, of course, we've we've been there for her, rallying around her, supporting her, all of that. But there's a couple things that just at this point are starting to feel a little unhealthy. Um, So they were together for two and a half years and they had shared the locations. And for some reason, I don't know if he does not realize, but he's still sharing his location with her. Mm. And so she is just tracking him all day long. And it's been three months and, you know, it's just emotionally draining. I imagine for her, but also for us, because anytime he's anywhere, you know, we get a text. She's like, well, he's at this apartment, must have signed a one-year lease to live there. Like, oh, he's at the airport. He's going on that trip to Europe. I'm like, let's take a breath. We have no idea where he's going. And, of course, (laughs) nine times out of ten, she's completely wrong about what what is happening. But, you know, and I've tried to, like, you know, very, like, kindly and softly, you know, say, like, hey, do we think this is the best use of her energy? I'm just, like, really concerned. But I'm wondering at what point, like, do we need some type of intervention you or need something? An intervention. It just feels super unhealthy. Yeah. Yeah. So the, I'm not sure how to proceed. I totally agree with you. I think that that is the type of thing that is so addictive, but it's literally so unhealthy. It's like checking right. someone's Instagram story from your Finsta. Like you check it and you you kid yourself. I mean, location is even on another level because she's probably kidding herself to the point where she's like, but I need to know. So I know that I won't run into him or I know what he's doing and whatever. But it's like all that is doing is slowing down her healing. All that is doing is prohibiting her from moving on. And I do think that in cases like this where it's like a big like scorched earth breakup, I do believe in like no contact, no stalking for like a solid three months. Like I think that that's how you Mm -hmm. actually heal. And if I were you guys, first of all, you're a really, really good friend for thinking about her and calling and caring like props to you that's awesome um I would I would genuinely like almost with a with a sprinkle of humor be like babe we're having I would almost say it like a joke but be real be like babe we're having an intervention stalking his location you know it, we know it, is really, really unhealthy. It's completely stopping you from moving on. I know you feel like you've got to keep tabs on him, but you're not going to get back together. Maybe don't say that if that's like triggering to her because that sets some people off. But just be like, you know, you're not together and you just don't need to know where he is and it is making you focus entirely on this. Like the more she stays in the past, the more she stays focused on him, the more she will extend the pain and prolong the breakup she wants to start the healing cycle like and that has to be her choice but you guys can definitely lead her there and be like this is so unhealthy and it's like kind of driving us all insane like it's just not healthy and also you can say to her yeah like be like babe I know this is gonna be hard to hear but he's not stalking your location you need to tell her that. Know, yeah. Okay. You need to because otherwise, because yeah. then it's just like, and like, look, I've been there. You've probably been there. We're, we've all been there where we're like psycho stalking our exes. And it's like all that ever does is cause pain. When this is another way, if if you're like, if logic is working with her, you can be like, think about all the all the times that anyone has ever stalked their ex. What is the best possible outcome of that? Right? Like lead her that way. Be like, what do you think? will happen if you continue to stalk him like 
that you'll feel okay about it, that you'll avoid running into him. It's like you're going to run into him when you least expect it anyway. Like there's no nothing good can come of this except for you just not being able to heal. That's the only possible outcome. And then say it in the reverse and be like, what will happen if you stop stalking him is you will get some peace of you'll get some peace in your mind. You'll be able to calm down your energy. You'll be able to stop focusing on him and start focusing on yourself to focus on the healing and the breakup. So really like play it out for her. But I would definitely joke about it and be like, we're having an intervention like this has got to stop so that she knows it's kind of like this happens in every like massive breakup where the where finally the friends have to be like you gotta just like you gotta take a beat here yeah yeah okay thank you so much I really appreciate it and I just want to say I I lived in um San Francisco for 14 years like all through my 20s my early 30s and I think back now I'm like if I had had your book then oh my gosh that's so sweet thank you I just love the book and I love the pod so thank you so much I appreciate it so much and you're a really really good friend for calling thanks for being a good friend to your friend and thanks for calling and being a listener and all that so um lots of luck and good luck with the intervention bye babe Oh my God, that is a good friend. I That reminds me of the Sex in the City episode where Carrie's going on and on and on and then they're like, we've heard enough, like you actually need to go to a therapist. And that's not this case that just called in, but it, it always happens. I'm always really conscious of that when I'm going through a breakup. I'm like, I'm really sorry, but I need to say one more thing. It's like, okay, you can vent. Um, guys, let's take a really quick break, but I want to talk to all of you. So if you're on the line, stay on the line. If you want to join the conversation, call 844-305-ANDY now. This is It's Me Tanks Live. I'll be right back. So I have a trip planned to Palm Desert coming up and I booked an Airbnb because I wanted to be with all of my friends. This house we booked has a beautiful pool so you guys know I will be catching some rays and doing a little bit of tanning. I know a few friends who have houses and when they're away whether it's on a trip or they're traveling for work they just Airbnb their houses so they're like actively making money while they're away, which is kind of the dream, right? Like passively making extra money. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. There are so many books out there, it can be hard to choose one. But becoming a Book of the Month member makes it easy to decide which book to read next. Members get books delivered right to their door and shipping is always free. There's even an app to pick your book and track your reading progress and there are audiobooks too. So I'm obsessed with this, you guys, because I feel like sometimes I get decision paralysis on what to read next. And the fact that Book of the Month Club, they decide for you, they pick the best because they do all that reading is just fantastic. I love to be in the reading community and Book of the Month is an incredible way to really get engaged with your reading. Maybe you want to pick it back up for summer so important to always have a book when you're going on your summer trips, reading by the pool, or just reading before bed, which is, as you know, my favorite thing to do. Right now, you can get your first book of the month for just $5 with code PEDALS by visiting bookofthemonth.com. That's bookofthemonth.com and use code PEDALS. Here's a little travel secret. 
The best time to visit Scottsdale, Arizona is actually in the summer. When you summer in Scottsdale, you can stay in five-star resorts for three-star prices and get access to the best Scottsdale has to offer at the best rates. There are so many ways to stay cool while feeling hot in Scottsdale over the summer, including tranquil pool scenes or rowdy pool parties, world-class shopping museums and art galleries. You guys, I am about to fire up my group chat because I love the idea of going to Scottsdale this summer. I love the idea that we can take it any way we want. We can go to a fancy dinner. We can get rowdy at a pool party. I've heard of the famous pool parties in Scottsdale and I need to experience them because there's nothing I love more than sunshine and a good time. Visit experiencescottsdale.com slash tinks to learn more and start planning your trip. That's experiencescottsdale.com slash tinks. Love starts with you. Show off your personal style every day with new Pandora pieces that set a shining example for the world to see. From big feelings to small messages and everything in between, beautiful hand-finished jewelry from Pandora radiates with your love from every angle. Create a look that's all your own with a unique mix of meaningful charms or choose from Pandora's sparkling collection of timeless designs perfect for making an eye-catching statement. With Pandora Jewelry's vast selection of rings, bracelets, earrings, necklaces, and charms, there's endless ways to love it, stack it, wear it, and share it. Style your everyday favorites with sparkling cuts, vibrant enamels, and playful designs, or truly make it your own with a personal engraving. Write a love note to yourself or your best friend with beautiful hand-finished jewelry from Pandora. Spell it out with handwritten charms, sparkling stacks, and iconic styles designed for every kind of forever. Pandora jewelry is the perfect way to share the gift of love with yourself and the ones closest to your heart. Shop now at Pandora.net. Pandora, be love. A consistent body care routine is so important to me, you guys. I love to feel good in myself. I love to feel good in my skin. It is our largest organ, so I like to take care of it. And I like to look good while naked. Yes, I admit it. You guys know I am obsessed with Osea and a lot of it in part is because of how the products make me feel. So I love that I can trust everything that they make because they put such care and thought into each product. And I love how the body products make my skin feel very soft, very smooth. There's no harsh chemicals or dyes in any of it. It's just natural and it makes me feel naturally good. Glow from the inside out with clean vegan skincare and body care from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code TINKS at OseaMalibu.com. You'll get free samples with every order and free shipping on orders over $60, head to OSEAMalibu.com and use code TINKS for 10% off. Welcome back to It's Me Tinks Live on Radio Andy Channel 102. I'm Tinks and this is our weekly time to talk to each other live in real time. Uh, How is everyone's hurricane in Southern California? I hope everyone was okay. My pool looks like it looked, I mean, look, I know, like, this is not a big issue in the, in the in the grand scheme of things. Thank God that for the most part, it seems like it w- went better than we thought it was going to go. My pool looks so disgusting. I, I do feel for every pool person in the Southern California because it is, it's giving swamp. It's giving pond. There's a lot of weird stuff in it. And I'm having a barbecue on Saturday. So I was like called and I was like, I'm really sorry, but 
there's going to need to be an emergency session because there's like some random tadpoles at the bottom of my pool. You got to fish them out. Like, I don't know what's going on in there. It felt like a quarantine day, didn't it, guys? Like, I woke up, I went to Erewhon in the morning. I know, fucking cringe. Like, I didn't go, my mom was like, go to Target. Like, get all this stuff that you need. Like, go get a flashlight. I literally, like, black out. I just get in my, I'm like, yes, mom, I'm going to go get supplies. Go to Erewhon, buy, like, you know, $20 kale salad, a coffee, and a loaf of sourdough. Like, that was what I thought I was going to survive on in the hurricane. Anyway, it turns out I didn't need it, but I made a lot of like pasta. I cooked a steak, like just very quarantine vibes. Lucas came over. We were organizing my SoundCloud, which I'm I'm still working on. I promise it's almost ready. And you guys know how I'm obsessed with the Addison Rae song, like To Die For. It's literally the best song ever. We kind of like remixed it and I kind of want to put it on SoundCloud. I don't know. I don't know if I want to. I feel like if one of you called and was like, what should I do? I'd be like, obviously, just put it on SoundCloud. Who cares? Like, done is better than perfect. Like, it's just, it's fun. It's fun to do funny things. But I don't know. So anyway, that is the best song right now. And I kind of like our remix. We're still working on it. We'll see. We'll see. Um, okay. Let's talk to Olivia. Hi, Olivia. How are you? Hi. Can you hear me? Yes, I can. Oh, cool. My AirPods have been kind of breaking, so I wanted to make sure. No, you're good. What's up? Um, I, I was just calling. I've been dating my boyfriend for about six months. Okay. Um, and we've been dealing with a little bit of jealousy. Um, and so my question is, he keeps saying he's going to change and all this stuff, and I've literally never done anything to, you know, betray his trust in any way. Mm-hmm. You feel like someone can actually change that if it's like a core belief or is that something that they just maybe need to do by themselves? So tell me more about his jealousy. Has he always been jealous since the beginning of your relationship? What's the nature of it? What sets him off? Give us a little more color to the situation. Yeah, definitely. Um, so at the beginning, it was, you know, kind of really smooth sailing, I'd say, for about like two months. Okay. And then it started to be, I went to a really small college. And so uh, everyone in the friend group kind of like hooked up with each other. Yeah. And then he would be like, well, did you hook up with him? I'm like, yeah, we're friends now, you know, yeah. and it's whatever. And it's not like there's that many. Now he calls them suspects. And anytime I go somewhere, he's like, oh, is there going to be a suspect there? And it's like, I trust you. But I just hate that he keeps asking because I'm like, it shouldn't matter who's there type thing. Yeah, I also um, I hate the suspects thing. I, I can't lie. I think that yeah. that's really – I think that that's really controlling, like, to make a joke out of yeah. people that you used to hook up with. Like, first of all, it's college. Every friend group is very incestuous and, like, hooks up with each other. That's completely normal. Second of all, he's your boyfriend. And third of all, like – I really, really don't like that he's using a joke to be controlling because it that's what it is. It is controlling to call them mm-hmm. suspects. It's like that's kind of insane. Like I'm I'm assuming you don't call girls he used to go up with suspects like that's really one sided in my opinion. No, definitely. And then and he, it's almost like he says it in the way of like, oh, I just am asking for reassurance type thing. But I I've been in therapy for a while and I get triggered by that because then I think that he's kind of accusing me of something it is it is accusatory it is accusatory also it shouldn't matter like who's gonna be there I don't know I just I find that to be very I find that to be a red flag to be honest with you I think it's the first yes it's it's mild so to speak now but like 
that is the sort of thing that builds to become an a, an extremely controlling relationship in my opinion and I do I I don't I'm not I don't if it were my friend if it were and and her boyfriend was doing that I'd be like I really don't feel comfortable with him saying that to you like I I really don't I think it's super controlling and I I I don't know I so your question to me is do you think that people can change I mean have you have you told him that it makes you uncomfortable and that you feel that it's it's unwarranted yeah, and um, I'm a very, like, I wouldn't say headstrong, but I definitely stand up for what I believe in. So I haven't, Good. you know, I'm like, it doesn't matter type thing, and I'm I'm very with that. And then he gets better over the times, but this last week when he was um, at a training for his work, I posted for my best friend's birthday and was like, oh, I love doing this life with you. And he's like... I thought we were doing this life together. And so I ended up having this massive blowout with him because I was like, look, I, I, you've been saying you're going to change. You're not changing, like, all this stuff. Your I best friend to, who's like, a girl? A yeah. Olivia, come on. Be be real. Be <laughs> serious. That's I, – I don't want to be, like, alarmist or anything, but that type of yeah. controlling behavior, like, I, I'm not going to lie, I have goosebumps now because – that's just not a good sign. I'm sorry. That's absolutely outrageous. Any supportive boyfriend, partner, whatever, would be supportive of their partner's b- best friends and like their friendships and want them to have amazing friends. And like that's very, very insanely controlling and jealous. And I just, I don't like, I don't like that at all. I, I'm, I don't, I can't lie to you. And I mean, I don't know how in love with him you are, but I, to me, this is a case where you have to say, I'm completely done with this behavior. If, if you, I mean, I don't know. I don't really believe in ultimatums. Like I don't, I know some people do for me. It's always been something I find kind of hard to do. And I just feel like it's kind of setting everyone else up for failure. Um, But if you want to say one more time, like, look, if you, this has to stop now or we're done, maybe try that. But I overall feel deeply uncomfortable with his controlling behavior and I don't think that it's headed in a good direction to be honest with you and I want the best for you and I I want you to be with someone who's like oh I love your best friend like she's the best I love that oh like what are you doing to celebrate her birthday not like getting jealous of a fucking best friend like that's deranged yeah, that's what I was thinking. And sorry if I'm not explaining this well. I did not expect to get through, so I'm a little nervous. No, don't worry. Um, uh, but, yeah, that's kind of what I said. I said, look, like, well, I was going to do a break. And then he's like, I don't need a break. I know what I need to do. I'm I'm so sorry I did this to you. It's not okay, all this stuff. And then I just said, you know, I'm, I'm giving you an option, saying, like, you can be back in this with me, but if it happens again, it's done. And it's not going to be a conversation. It's just going to be over. But now I'm like in this weird spot where I'm almost waiting for that to happen. Exactly. It feels like, why wouldn't it happen type thing? Exactly. So yeah. I'm like having a hard time understanding how to proceed. Yeah. Yeah. And that's kind of why I do think that that, like, I'm not in any way like blaming you. I'm just explaining to everybody listening why I find that those things are kind of difficult because now our friend Olivia is like in a difficult situation where she is just like waiting and it's like one, one more time and it's done. It's just like a weird limbo to be in. And unfortunately to me, it sounds like 
this isn't a habit for him. It's more of like a deep personality flaw that he's going to need to work out in therapy. Um, so uh, he's going to go to therapy. He is. Okay. That's really good. I mean, look, you've said it. I mean, look, let's go through your options. It's like, okay, you can okay. leave him now. You can just say, I can't bear this. This is stressing me out and it's not serving me, which you'd be completely you know, saying to do that, you can, or you can stay and you can wait to see what happens. And if you choose the second option for your own peace of mind, you have to just, you have to give it a shot if you are staying. Cause otherwise you're going to drive yourself crazy every day, mm-hmm. waking up in the morning being like, is today the day he's going to do something deranged or whatever. Um, so you have to try and give it a shot if you want to, but yeah, I, it's tricky. It's a, it's definitely tough to be in. And I, I don't like the way he's treated you. Um, I mean, look, you hope for the best. Let's, let's both hope for the best. I don't hope that he fucks up again, but I think that that type of deep jealousy and, and you know what it is, it's insecurity. And that's what really scares me because insecure men are really, really dangerous. And again, I don't mean to sound alarmist, but I think Many out there would agree with me that an insecure man is very dangerous because it causes them to act in certain ways that are really inappropriate and overbearing and controlling. And it's just I think that's what's making the hair stand up on the back of my neck because it's it always starts this way. It starts with being mm-hmm. jealous of the best friend and starts and then it just I, I just I don't know. So um I think you need to do what's best for you and your sanity and your peace of mind. So if you feel like waiting around for him to fuck up is genuinely putting your life on pause and giving you a ton of agita, then you need to break it off with him. If you feel that you can genuinely hope for the best and give him another shot and, you know, try to encourage him through therapy, then go for it. But, you know, do so with eyes wide open. Yeah, no, definitely. That's really good advice. I think it's so hard when you when you love someone. I, of so, course, of course, and I, you know, you know, it is so so hard. And I know, and I know that on some level, he probably, I'm giving him the benefit of the doubt. Like, I, hopefully, he wants to change. Like the fact that he's going to therapy and all this, I believe that he wants to change. What I care about, though, is your mental sanity and your, you know, kind of your life, and if if you you feeling okay because this is what i always say it's like do i think people can change yes but should you be the person to wait around to see if they do no that's kind of where i come down on it cuz ultimately i care about you right so even mm-hmm. if he might want to change that might take 2 3 years of therapy and work and and also this is going to be a hard pill to swallow it could take losing you it could take losing his next girlfriend where he gets a real wake up call and is like wow this behavior is simply unacceptable I do have to change. We don't know. Maybe he's super pliable. Maybe he's going to go into therapy and start getting it right away. But again, I care about you and your life. So I've given you what hope a lot to think about. Um, I think yeah. you just have to, yeah. to proceed with eyes wide open and, and keep coming back to yourself. Keep coming back to you and what's good for you and your life and feeling good. Yeah, no, I thank you so much, Tinks. I, I really appreciate it. I think, like you said, just moving forward with eyes open, and if it gets too stressful, just knowing it's time to cut it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Um, well, thank you so much. Um, I am obsessed with you, by the way. I didn't get a chance to say that at the thank beginning, you. but uh, I've read your book and I give it to all my friends um, and they also love it. Thank so, you. and my mom listens to you as well. So she's going to be so excited. Oh, hi, Olivia's mom. Um, well, thank you so much for calling. Please, please, please check in with us. Write me back, DM me, whatever. Send a carrier pigeon. I really hope that this goes well. I hope, I hope just that you feel good and that you feel because you deserve the best. And I'm really glad to hear that you do sound. I don't know if you use the word headstrong, but you sound like you really have eyes wide open and head screwed on good head screwed on your shoulders so I'm glad for that and just keep keep listening to yourself because you have great instincts and don't ever accept less than you deserve I know you won't okay I will thank you so much Tanks. I really appreciate it thanks for calling bye babe guys that made me feel really upset I know it seems mild I know it seems like just like oh a random boyfriend being jealous but I I'm sure that rubbed a few people out there the wrong way. I just, it's, it's cause it starts that way. And it, to be jealous of a girl like on, it's her birthday. That's super ick to me. That just makes me feel really like have a stomach ache. Um, but let's hope that therapy works. Therapy can do miracles. And, um, I hope that it, I hope that it works. Cause it, I just think that jealousy and insecurity are, oh, I see Joey. He's in the studio next door. Hi, Joey. Um, I think that jealousy and insecurity are so hand in hand. And I think that jealousy is more al- always like, it's almost more the symptom. You know what I mean? But the disease is insecurity. And I am very afraid of insecure men. I really am. I, I think about it. Think about all the evil men in history. They're all insecure. I'm not connecting, you know, you know what I'm saying, but just I'm really, really scared of like insecure men because, and it can come out in different ways, controlling jealousy, this, that, and the third. I don't know. I bet she sounds like a, she sounds like she's got a plan and, um, I, Olivia, please call us and check in and I hope that it, I hope that everything goes the best it can. Um, okay. Let's talk to Caroline. Hi, Caroline. How are you? Hi, Caroline. How are you? Holy shit, Tanks. Holy shit. <laughs> Hi. Oh, I'm, sorry. I'm being sorry. Hi. Hi. This is the first time I've ever called, and I was like, I just know I was going to get on. I um, love that. Wait, babe. So can you go oh, off of can you go off of speaker? Oh, no. Was I on speaker? Yeah, but you're fine now. Me? You're fine now. We're good. Okay, you can hear me? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're good. We're good. So, um, Hi. I'm so glad. Beginner's luck. So so many times. I, that, <laughs> see, that's manifesting is you saying, oh, yeah, uh, I'm going to get on. And then you got on. So there you I go. I know. I know. I'm excited. Um, okay. So I'm basically just calling. So I'm about to be a junior in college. I'm going to my <gasps> first semester of nursing school. Oh, my God. I'm so proud so, of you. exciting. Nervous. Thank you. Thank you. But there's this girl who's kind of in my, like, surrounding friend group, but we have a small friend group. It's like six to eight of us. Okay. Um, and we became kind of close freshman year, but like instantly, you know, I knew she was just kind of the friend that was like a very taking friend. Like I felt very used by her. And She's it a bus like, boy. She only takes away. That's what we call a bus boyfriend. She only takes away. <laughs> I know. So she would come over and, you know, it started like always was just, I always felt very used and like, yeah, we kind of got to the point where I had to distance myself. And this year, like my, um, more like extending friend group kind of realized the same things like yeah once we started getting less close like she would kind of take from them and yeah. she wasn't living in our apartment this year she was living um 
above us, but all of our other friends were living together. So, she, like, an example, she would just come over and, like, use all of our food, all of our alcohol, all oh, of our things. And, like, in college, you know, no. that stuff is kind of like, you know, we're all broke. We're all... Totally. Like, just pick up after yourself. Don't, like, would steal our clothes, which oh, was just... And never really admit to it. So I kind of... I know, I know. So we had this big intervention conversation with her where I was just like, we were all really honest about the things that she had done, like coming from the I feel perspective, like it really hurt our, our feelings at the end of the day. It made us feel like you didn't really care about us when we feel like we're being used for these things, you know? And right. she was really apologetic. And I kind of talked to her like one-on-one personally and just said, like, I know we were close for a long time. Like, I still really consider you to be a great person, but like I, for my well being, can't like really, I need space in this friendship. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and she got it for a few months, but then, you know, would just kind of come back and keep asking for these things for me. And like, you know, a lot of it was like emotional, like she has a lot of stuff going on at home. So it was just like, let's hang out. But when we would hang out, you know, it's just she's dumping and I like yeah. just really felt like I couldn't take this. And she's actually the only other friend in nursing school with me. And like the nursing program at my school is very, very small. Yeah. Um, so I'm kind of stuck with like, I've been kind of very clear about it. And like, I've listened to your podcast about setting that space. And I really have set boundaries and tried to distance myself, but she just doesn't understand it. And it gets to the point where it's like, we'll be out with a group and she's cornering me. Like, yeah, why aren't mm. we as close as we used to oh, be all of this stuff? And so I know I need to have this conversation with her because I'm going into a program. There's only, yeah. you know, a hundred of us. Mm. I don't know anybody else but her. And I just already am anticipating all the things that She's going to be taking and needing from me. And I'm just really, really anxious about it. And my other friends kind of have a different perspective because they aren't in this really, really small program that we are in together. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like she and it's one of those things. It's like where I'm like, oh, you know, I set a boundary, you know, that like, hey, you know, you can't use my car every every day without asking me. And she was like, would she would take my keys and I wouldn't have a car. You know, it's those really. Yes. Multiple times I would come home from my apartment if she knew, like, I was home. And it was just like, am I just, like, a dish rag that you can kick around? Like, no, it's not right. No. And you and that's and, the last thing you need. You're you're going to nur- – you're in nursing school. You need to concentrate. You need to have a, a calm – like, you need to feel safe in your home. You need to feel calm. You need to not feel anxious in class. You need to not feel like your car is going to randomly be missing. You got to – uh, yeah, and I'm going into a career where it's like I'm giving my, you know, you my are energy literally, and my time to other people. Yes, you need I to do exactly. That for her. Yeah, you are literally becoming a healer, and you are going to be giving all of your energy <laughs> and strength to other people, which we're all so grateful for. And you do not need a leech. Okay, she is the definition. It sounds like of a drain. You want fountains as friends, not drains. That's I uh, yeah. A, a thousand percent so you need so to have a full like, you know, conversation this, yeah the conversation well, okay. well if she's not getting the hint i mean the problem with people like that is that they often don't get the hint and it's like if you mm-hmm. if you just ice her out which i think is like i i think you would end up having a conversation anyway because people who are just takers they it doesn't get in their head so then she'll be like why aren't you talking to me and you'll have to have the conversation anyway it sounds like she is a little bit you know I I mean I I, my heart goes out to her if she's going through shit at home but like it's ultimately it's not your problem like it's it's not and you, you you sound like a lovely person and a good friend and it's like with takers it's never enough because that's especially if you're like a kind person which obviously you are given everything that you you know your your career that you're going into like 
with take people like you think, oh, I'll just lend her my car once or, oh, yeah, I'll just let her take my shirt once or, yeah, 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 we'll just share my food with her once. But it's never enough. She never turns around and says, thank you for lending me your car. Hey, here, I returned your shirt. I washed it for you. Thanks for lending to me. They'll never do that. She'll take and take until she's sleeping in your fucking bed with you using your fucking hairbrush and your toothbrush, too. It's just, it's, 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 it's weird. So, I know. So how, so you're the most in contact with her of your friend. Well, I guess it's because well, you're the, in the program with her. So you have the most yeah, contact with her. Yeah, I'm in the program with her. with her. But also it's like we were kind of very close freshman year. And then we yeah. created this kind of surrounding group. And so I've always kind of been the one. And also I feel like I'm kind of like the target for her. Yeah. I mean, not in like, you know, just like she's, because I think I'm the pushover. Like yeah. I'm the one that's like, yeah. Because you're maybe this, a little, little bit of a people kind of... pleaser. Yeah. Same, yes, by 1, the way. Yes, 1,000%. And yeah. I know that. Yeah, yeah, I know. I know that about myself. And yeah. it's something I'm working on. But it's just like, that's what I am. So I think she knows that. I have a very hard time saying no. But I've really set those boundaries. Like, no. Yeah. No, I'm not going to take these steps with her. But I think I really do have to have the I conversation. I think you have to. I'm yeah. in class with her. And also, you don't want like, it hanging over your head. Like in school. Yeah. Like, you don't want another semester of this shit. You've got to just talk to her. I would say it as like calmly and as simply as possible and just be like, look, we have been friends for a while and I really do care about you, Mm -hmm. but this friendship is not serving me anymore and I really need you to keep your distance because I need to concentrate on school and this just isn't making me feel good anymore. Don't say you at all. Don't say you this, you that. I wouldn't even honestly yeah, bring up any examples because again with a taker they don't they don't really see that as like taking like if you were to say oh you borrow my car without asking she'd be like what no I don't you know that it doesn't like compute to them so you you should yeah. just be like yeah. this isn't serving me anymore it's making me feel not good about myself and 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 I need to concentrate on school so please just keep your distance I um you know, just you can even say like maybe on the school year's done, we can revisit this. But for this school yeah, year, okay. I just really need you to keep your your space. I'll keep mine. I, I have a lot of things I want to concentrate on, and, and this just isn't serving me anymore. Just keep it simple. Okay. Don't yeah, give her right. anything right. to to grab onto because if you give her like one yeah. nugget of something, she'll be like try to un you know dismantle it and be like oh but like no you said you could borrow the car blah, 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 like get into the weeds with it and it's just it's just like not I mean that's insane and you don't need any extra stress going into school so it'll be hard but I promise you honestly the hard part is done because you've already been used by her for all these years like that's the annoying part yeah yeah no I agree I genuinely think yeah sorry go on I mean, I just, like, I think she's going to be like, you know, what's wrong with me? Like, why? You know, like, that's yeah. the kind of mindset, yeah. you know, and I don't want it to seem like I'm attacking her. No, no. That and that's why you got to keep her, it you know? vague and neutral, okay. vague and neutral. Very vague and neutral. With, yeah, right. don't okay. give her anything. And if she's like, what's wrong? Just be like, look, it's it's really, it's really just like, it's not, it's not a fit anymore. You know, say stuff like that yeah. mm-hmm. because it's so vague yeah. that it's like, what does that even mean? You know what I mean? So just mm-hmm. say like, yeah. it's not a fit anymore. It's not serving me anymore. This isn't making me feel good. Stuff like that, that you can't really argue with. You know what I mean? And she'll try, she'll try to drag yeah. you into the weeds and it's yeah. like, I know, I know. 
and you you can't you just have to be strong because it won't compute to her any normal person would be mortified if you listed off the things that she'd done if you said to a normal person you took my car without asking i was left without a car you used my food you, you ever any person would be like did i oh my god i'm so sorry my clothes she and won't i had to catch her in yeah. the lie of that she stole like three pieces of my clothes Dude, I was like, that's fucked up and you just don't need that energy in your life so just keep it vague and high level and and short and and just be like yeah sorry and it's not a conversation you're kind of telling her you know like okay. you you're just right. keep it's not it a conversation you're still right yeah keep that in your mind and then just go on and it's like you're not being mean you're not i promise you i know as a people pleaser this will kill a little part of you inside but you have to protect your energy you can't have a friend who steals from you dude that's insane yeah and I'm also, I'm going through a breakup right now, which is, oh. like, good. It's, you know, it's very amicable, but it's, like, I'm struggling, and, like, I'm already yeah. so anxious. I go to school in two weeks. No. Just, I know the first minute I get there, she's already texting me, so when are you going to be here? And I know the first thing she's going to do is just, like, hound on me about all the stuff I need to do first, so I need to step no. the boundary, and I will. I'm going to have a conversation. You need to do it. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Some people could disagree with me out there. I think you can honestly, I think it can be a phone call. I do. That's what I think too. Because I think if be I'm a in a conversation call. with her, she's gonna try to like hug me and be like, "But can I remember no. all the things?" Like, yeah. And I just, she knows, she knows I'm weaker than the rest. It's, that's <laughs> why, of course. That's why she. Why do you think she's she going for you? She's going for the one, yeah. the people pleaser of the group. No. <laughs> I, I think you. I think right. it can be a call, and I okay, think it can I am be, gonna yeah. give her a call before. Yeah. Call. Um, and then it's like if I see her out in our friend group i can just be kind and just exactly exactly and then just be light and breezy easy breezy yeah easy breezy okay all right thank you good so luck much. babe Thanks i'm so proud of you, you. we you. we are grateful for you becoming a nurse and i'm proud of you be strong okay you, you deserve to protect your energy bye all right lots of love babe good luck bye okay let's talk to lisa hi lisa how are you I'm great. How about yourself? I'm good. Thanks for calling in. What's going on this fine Wednesday morning? <laughs> well, just to give you a little background, I've been married for quite a while. Okay. I have a, a teenage daughter. Aww. And my husband <laughs> and my husband, you know, seemingly seemed like the absolute man of my dreams. Okay. And surely but just one by one, it was it would you know, if I questioned anything that he was doing, whether it be his friends, you know, an activity, whatever, and you saw a different side of him. And, you know, he encouraged me to go to therapy because I think it backfired in his face, actually. He was like, you know, go talk to anyone else. But I don't want to hear your problems. Ooh. So I w- went to therapy. Yeah. And he, you know, he came into therapy and let me tell you, it opened my eyes up to what I was dealing with. And yeah. it went from like bad to absolutely off the charts bad. Oh. And I ended up convincing him to purchase a home about an hour and a half away so I could separate myself from him because it was very, very, very difficult living with him. Yeah. Um, he was turning my daughter against me. Oh god. It was a terrible it was terrible, I'm terrible so toxic environment. Yeah. Oh, thank you. And then it went from that from horrible to next level off the charts horrible. It was like the mask came off. Oh gosh, Lisa, I'm you sorry. Know? And I'm, oh. I appreciate it. I've got my daughter in therapy. You good. know, I'm. I feel gutted though. 
Yeah. I feel gutted. Yeah. So yeah, I don't really know what he's. Go ahead. She. So you're separated now, though. You're with your daughter, and he's separate. Not legally. Okay. You know, um, he'll kind of he'll disappear. You know, he would come back and forth, and because the way I presented us moving was to not to get away from him. I made it look like you know this is a better opportunity for our daughter. Okay, well, that's and, good mama bear instincts, and I'm glad you guys have an extra space away from him. It sounds like he is, I mean, I don't know, unraveling or spiraling or something, but you can't be around someone like that. And you're, you're I mean, especially I feel like that is so beyond awful that he was turning your daughter against you. That's really, really oh, awful. You know, to be suspicious. Suspicious of, of it is one thing, but it was just recently that my daughter, because she's in therapy, I think it's bringing things to the surface. Yeah. And she, you know, kind of, she told me, I just want to let you know, not only was dad turning me against you, um, you know, he would let me meet up with people that you wouldn't agree with. <gasps> and he had this secretive, yeah. And he told her, by the way, if you want to have a good time, you have to lie to your mom like I do. You know, your mom checks the phone records. You know, he gave her the, oh my God. the, the code sheet on how to lie. Yeah, it was terrible. I was gutted. Yeah. I mean, you I'm know? just so I mean, thankful that your daughter's in therapy and that you're in therapy and that you were strong enough to do that because that's really hard, Lisa. Like, that is not a small feat to get away from a toxic person. So... I just want to give you props. You are strong and that is really, really admirable. So I'm just, I'm so glad that you and your daughter are both getting stronger and are in therapy and that your daughter sees the truth. That's honestly a miracle because toxic people can manipulate people. And especially it's like, she's a child, you know, she's younger, she doesn't know. So I'm just glad that you guys, you know, have open dialogue and that, you know, you're, you're seeing the, the light, so to speak. Definitely. Lisa, did you drop? No, I'm here. Can okay. you hear me? Yep, can hear you. Yep, yep, yep. Keep going. Yep. Listening. He, he definitely left a fingerprint on the way she thinks and the way she views of course. things. And I know she understands that. But I guess my question to you is, how do I, you know, I've always struggled with friends, obviously, because of my own background. Yeah. I don't know how to meet healthy people. I don't know. I don't know. I'm outgoing. You know, obviously I'm kind of a little gun shy when it comes to people because I've had my fair share of toxic people in my life. Right. You know, and I'm trying not to be jaded and think, oh, the world is horrible, but yeah. it's hard to meet good people. It, you know, it, it, my I, daughter's getting ready to go to college. Yeah. Like, God, what do I do here? I know. That's, yeah. I mean, I, I hear you and I totally hear you. Like one mantra that I really like, I I understand, first of all, that you've gone through hell and that you've had toxic people in your life. And it can be hard to to get away from that, you know, feeling that people are negative. But I really like the mantra, speak from the scar, not from the wound, meaning like you never forget your pain and the things that you went through. But like, like live from a healed place. Right. That's one mantra that I have for you. And then the second thing I would say is like, I'm glad that you're looking to the future and that you're with an eye towards meeting 
kind people and friends. I think that's so important, especially as your daughter goes off to college. I think community is so important. This is why I always talk about the importance of female friendships because women, female friends, good, solid female friends are the through line and they can really get you through hard times and be there for you. So I would start now before your daughter goes to college, whatever it is you like to do. If it's, you know, maybe there's a walking group or a running group. That's my mom joined a running group and, you know, when she was 60 and it really turned her life around because she had friends for kind of the first time in, in this community. So it's like whatever you enjoy doing, go and do that. Even if it's like going out, you know, meet a friend and say, hey, let's just go out and and have a drink and, and see what there is to see. Maybe you can meet friends that way. Whatever there is in your town get involved. Maybe it's even mm-hmm. like community driven or given giving back. Sometimes when you feel a little lost, like doing something like mm-hmm. volunteering can really make you mm-hmm. feel good and like kind of be like a hug for your soul and your heart, which, you know, mm-hmm. you need to be around good, kind people right now. So be proactive, go see what, what is out there what, in terms of groups and community in your town and really, really go for it because I don't want you feeling alone when you're, when your daughter leaves for college. Yeah, it's definitely hard. And that's exactly what I've done. I've signed up for volunteer Great. positions. It, it, it is hard to find really good people. I know, I know. they exist, Yeah, but my gosh, it's hard to find. I know. I know. Lisa, I have to wrap this show. We only have a minute left, but okay. I just want to say again how proud I am of you for getting away from this Thank toxic you. situation and for being such a good mom. Your daughter is going to look back and be like, my mom is so strong. And that is literally the best thing that you can do as a, as a mother is to lead by example and don't give up on good people because they are out there. I'm thinking of you. Call I in again and, and check Thank in. You. Lots of love. I I, I'm thinking of you. Bye, Lisa. Thank you. Bye-bye. Wow, she's super strong. I'm super, super proud of her. And it can be hard when you just have been through so much shit to not give up, right? It can be so hard. But there are, I love that phrase. It's always like, look for the helpers. You know, when things feel really dismal, look for the helpers. Um, So... Uh, thinking of Lisa and how strong she is. You guys, that is our show today. Uh, if you're listening to this as a pod, you can sign up for a free three-month trial of SiriusXM. Uh, sign up at SiriusXM.com slash offer so you can listen to this show live every week. Hey, on Friday, I have a really exciting pod. It's all about the joy of roommates, and then I'm doing the joy of living alone on Monday because both are fabulous. I hope you guys have a fantastic rest of your week. I will see you on Friday. Love you. Bye. <laughs>